0: That's making some noise, I think. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse. I am Billy Hope. You are all doing well today. Friday, the weekend is here. I think my hair or something is scratching the headphones and I hear that that scratching sound in my brain. Oh, it's driving me nuts. For those of you who do not know this, or who can't speak English? For those of you who do not know this, I'm not a fan of little noises or touches or f- or or things. Things get me off kilter very quickly, and I have this scratching sound every time I turn my head. So I'm going to probably have to not move for most of this podcast. Corks, as the as the kids call them, I've got quite a few. Um. One of them being, we'll jump right into it, our local section. I didn't spin the wheel, but we're going local. We're going political. We're going to probably go life, okay? Local, political, life, probably maybe 35, 40 minutes total, run right through the day. So, uh, life. Life is such that, excuse me, local. Local is such that we had a lady down here a couple days ago dragged into a pond into some water by an alligator who was trying to eat her dog all right i'm it's unfortunate i'm not joking this is real life down here at times not all the time not how you would think based on how the media over dramatizes things this is not a common occurrence though it is an occurrence i gotta pull it up here alligator attacks woman in florida there's, it was caught on wildlife cameras. I saw it on the New York Post. I saw it on, you know, local news and, so, and you know, things like that. But, uh, so they show this video, all right? And I'm going to hopefully get it to play here. If you're watching and you see it, it worked. If you're watching, you didn't see it, it didn't work. But it shows this lady, surveillance video shows gator attacking Florida woman. So my thing is this, and I'm... I'm this isn't speaking ill of the dead. This isn't, you know, anything like that. But you watch this video. This alligator wasn't lying in wait. Okay, it wasn't just sitting there huddled underneath. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. You see it coming. It wasn't. It wasn't sitting there in the water, lurking around like we've seen hundreds of videos where it's just water. Boom, and all of a sudden there's a 20-foot crocodile hanging out right there, and you had no idea it was there. This thing is making a beeline from as far out as the camera shows, maybe 20 feet out, who knows coming from where. Water, you know, wake and all this stuff is coming as this thing swims in here, and she doesn't look up. You know, and again, I'm not talking bad about her. Unfortunately, this lady died trying to save her little dog. But this alligator was not... It wasn't hiding. It was in clear sight on its way to get this dog. Now, we all know about a year or so ago, two years ago now, I had to put my dog to sleep. I wasn't a fan of my dog while he was alive. I was one of those people that you people who call your animals fur babies and refer to them as, oh, mommy this, I'm your dad. No, you're an owner of a pet. You're not... You didn't give birth to the thing. So it's no, not a fur baby or some stupid term like that. We're going to get to the life portion next, but I, I, we have a new addition to our home. And so now I call myself and Amy, we're Flesh Daddy and Flesh Mommy. For the dumbasses who call their pets fur babies. So that kind of stuff bothers me. But I was overly aggressive towards my dog. I didn't realize how much of a jerk I was until we had to put him to sleep. So it bothered me big time. So I've changed my stance a little bit. Yes, the pet is a member of the family. It is not even in any way, shape, or form close to on par as a human being. But it isn't just a thing, okay? It is part of the family. There should be some sort of of uh, 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 treating a pet like that. But if an alligator is coming to attack my dog and it's me or my dog, I'm sorry, dog. We'll take a picture together. I'll find them online. I'll put, you know, send prayers and positive vibes. But I'm not going to attack an alligator to save my dog. Because if you lose, you lose. And you lose forever. Okay? It's an alligator. We've seen videos. We've seen documentaries. They do one thing. And that is eat. Okay? An alligator's got a brain the size of a peanut. All they do is attack. Yeah, no shit. We've seen a thousand videos of them. So I'm very upset this lady passed away. Um, Not upset. What's the word? Unfortunate she passed away. It sucks. But you're 85 years old. And this is a creature that's been around for millions of years. Like genetically made to be a... Like it's unrivaled. Okay, you put you know crocodiles in the ocean. Sharks may get it. The killer whale, the evil things that they are, but awesome. But you understand what I'm talking about? You're not gonna beat a crocodile, an alligator. Okay, especially if you're 85 years old. I mean, it feels real crappy for her family, for her. Like, and listen, man. Me personally, I would look at the dog, and look at a picture of my lost family member. And I'd probably go throw the dog in the water. I'd be that pissed off that my my family member chose this dog over their own life, over the family. There's something about that that bothers me, okay? I would not want any harm to come to an animal, all right? Trust me. You don't need to be an animal-loving weirdo to not want an animal to be harmed. But it's a friggin' 11-foot alligator coming at your ass. You got to get out of the way. And I'm sorry, pooch. You're done. I'm not risking my life for you, okay? Call me a jerk. Call me whatever. Bro, it's an alligator. This lady, she was dragged underwater and drowned while this thing took her out. That's, bro, you can't risk that, man. Life is more important than your animal. I'm sorry. It is. But, um, like you, on alligators, if you mess with them, they will fire back at you. Very few aggressively go at people because like all reptiles, they are, instinctually programmed to know what they can and cannot eat. Reptiles eat whole foods. They do not rip apart and chew like mammals do. So the alligator would not go after the woman. It was going after the dog. The one bite and spot is done. So you have to know this. Like The alligators, don't respect them. Don't be afraid of them. They're not coming at you. Okay, unless you're in the water and things like that and you're kind of splashing around, instinctually, they're going to go check it out. But they don't rip off pieces. They swallow whole. They will, eight out of ten times, leave you alone if you leave them alone. This is super unfortunate, man. This sucks. But it, there was something around a few years back. They found an alligator or someone died and they found the alligator and, its, its arms were, and the person's arms or legs were inside the alligator. They're only animals. Okay? All they do is eat and survive. That's what their main goal is. And, man, this sucks for this lady, bro. That's, let me see. You see this video here again. It's an alligator. Can you imagine being... Your life is ended because you're food for something else when you are the highest thing on the food chain? That'll mess your brain up, bro. That'll mess your brain up big time. But, um, you know, I feel sorry for her and her family. Hopefully... I don't know. Hopefully the dog's okay. But that's local, man. Pay attention to these wildlife, all right? You see, like, um, in Africa, the most dangerous animal over there is not a, you know, not a lion. It's not an alligator. It's a friggin' hippopotamus. You don't know what's out there lurking, what's going to take you out. Be respectful of animals. Don't walk. Don't think you're like, oh, no, I'm going to go play with the bear. This isn't a Disney movie. The bear is not going to stand up and talk to you and want to eat honey with you. It's going to shred your face off. So, pay attention to that kind of stuff animals are animals they are aggressive their nature they are instinctual they do what they do based on how they are genetically made up mother bear to her cubs we all seen those videos know those stories this alligator was coming for that little dog that he could chomp up in one bite not the person that person got in the way alligator doesn't know the difference now it's on a defense mode took her out it sucks man Stop playing around with these animals out there. If your dog is in jeopardy of an alligator, sorry, dog, I'll see you next time. Don't risk your life for something like that. That's crazy to me. (sighs) Speaking of what's crazy, how shitty is the American government? How shitty is the American government? How bad is Biden, his administration? How bad are the liberals? You tell me your thoughts, Comment at N underscore discourse. They suck, okay? He's over there touring Ukraine seeing what all of our money is doing over there. I mean, our money, their money, they're all money laundering. And we have a disaster here in Ohio. Biden's over there touring Ukraine. We have a disaster here in America. They go to the Biden administration and they're told no. And I'll read it to you right here. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, said that Ohio is not eligible for disaster for relief Excuse me, let me start that again. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, said that Ohio was not eligible to receive assistance because the incident did not classify as a natural disaster. Okay? I don't know. I've not read FEMA bylaws that says we only respond to natural disasters. But you're an American government agency to provide emergency assistance This is an American city with American citizens, and you're saying, no, you don't qualify? Are you kidding me? I saw something where uh, someone on Instagram was like, you know, people are all upset about America first, America first. Listen, America first doesn't mean we don't care about the people of Ukraine. It means we care more about our people in America. So America first means Biden administration, get your ass over there and help out Ohio and fuck the Ukraine. That's what America first means. Jesus Christ, these people make me sick, bro. If you ever doubted how the liberals view America, how they view our people, I don't know what else you need to see. The border sending our money all over the world, shutting down oil and and strapping us with gas prices and inflation and growth. I don't know what else you need to see that they hate us, the Biden administration, the liberals, but now there's a toxic spill in Ohio and nobody shows up. You know who showed up? Donald fucking Trump. That's who showed up. Bro. Oh, I hate getting worked up about this kind of stuff. This is Steve's deal to get worked up about nonsense that doesn't affect you, but it does. This shit pisses me off because we live in America. We are American citizens. God damn, bro, this bothers me so much. And so, the, the Daily Caller, the Daily Caller's headline is, Biden, ad, Biden admin rejects Ohio's request for disaster aid after toxic drain. The Newsweek headline that says the exact same thing in the article Did Ohio Governor reject FEMA aid for train derailment? What we know. Daily Caller. Biden admin rejects Ohio's request for disaster aid after toxic train derailment. Newsweek. Did the Ohio Governor reject FEMA aid for train derailment? What we know. Conservative mindset. Liberal mindset. The liberal mindset, always sowing discourse into your mind. Did the Republican governor deny? Did he say no to help? Now, if you go read the article on Newsweek in the video, in the description, it says the exact same thing that Fox News said, said the exact same thing that Daily Caller said. It wasn't classified as a natural disaster, so we're not going to go help. Then why write a headline? Sowing discourse in your brain that the Republican governor said no to help. Because most people read headlines and don't read the article. So the liberals who see this, they're going to say, oh, no, the governor, he said no. He said, we don't want any help from the Biden administration. And they're going to try to blame it on him because they know most people are not going to read the article. If you cannot see that the liberals, that the media, they are against you, the American person. That's me, conservative. That's you, liberal. They're against us. If you cannot see that, I don't know what else you need to open up your eyes. Why write a headline to deter you from reading, to make you think the governor's an idiot? Why write a headline like that? Forget to getting clicks? No. People just read headlines. They want you to say, oh, look at the governor. He's a Republican. He doesn't want help from Biden. They're so childish. Oh, bro. So guess who? Guess who came to the rescue, everybody? You know who came to the rescue? I yelled his name out earlier. Donald Trump. Do my part. Business owners offer aid to East Palestine after train derailment. Business owners traveled to Ohio on Wednesday to help deliver aid after a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed earlier this month. Blue Line, a uh, Blue Line Moving Company, delivered pallets carrying cases of water, partially donated by former President Donald Trump. While Make Honey Great Again sold bottles of Trump-shaped honey for, uh, to fundraise for the town. You now, what you're saying? Oh, it's all Trump. It's all this. He wants the media attention. Listen. Let's say he does. Let's say it's all about him in front of the cameras. So what? Who's on their way there now? The Biden administration. Buttigieg, He's on his way there sometime this week or next week. Really? You had to find time. From screwing up, you know, air travel to go see something. Federal, tra- oh, what is it? He's the he's the transportation guy, right? Trains, transportation. No, couldn't be bothered to get over there after it it crashed and leaked toxic chemicals. Are you guys hearing this? Toxic chemicals. This isn't mask uh, male toxicity, a toxic male environment. This isn't some bullshit liberal scam. This is actual toxins this is stuff that can hurt people for real and these guys can't be bothered with it if you need i don't know what else you need to see bro the liberals do not care about you they don't care about us south florida moving company brought a bunch of water up there um from he he got he teamed up with somebody from oklahoma you have the honey guy selling honey donating that to the people from um in ohio where's fema still not there yet Uh, It wasn't a natural disaster. we got to keep our money. No, they don't. They've sent over a billion dollars to Ukraine. Probably that's why they can't help out Ohio. We don't have any money left. We gave it to people who didn't need it. And don't tell me how they needed to support themselves. America first. Look at this. The government, they're coming here. Everybody looks like they just got out of Nordstrom. All the EPA guys have new boots on and their sweet Patagonia jackets, and they're walking around and pointing at things, but these people don't need that. that that's who's out there. Oh, no, look, there's toxic stuff. Call the, the hazmat guy. Come get it. Oh, let <laughs> me get my boots dirty. Don't step in that. Your rubber soles might, might melt off. Yeah, but it's okay. It's not a natural disaster, so screw these people over here in Ohio. Bro. Norfolk, Norfolk Southern offered residents in and near East Palestine a thousand dollars in checks, and relief checks. Listen, anything is better than nothing. Oh man, he uh, transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg, how you say his name is expected to visit Palestine Thursday, which was yesterday. He should have been here a long time ago, Trump said Wednesday. Now he's supposed to come out today, but he heard I was coming today and postponed it. But whenever he, like, dude, who gives a shit if Trump is there? Someone needed to put eyes on this town, this American town. Government don't care, bro. Liberals do not care. Elitists, they do not care. Say what you want about Trump. He's an egomaniac. This is all for his campaign. Who gives a shit? People are there now helping out. That's, that's the only thing that, that should matter to you. Let's get to this uh, life, this life stuff. Me, the staunch Trump supporter, the hater of everything, we went and we adopted a cat the other day. So as you people paint us with a broad brush of hate and closed-mindedness and all this other crap, us Trump people, we went and we adopted... Two cats from the Humane Society the other day. No, I'm not patting myself on the back. But just to give you a heads up, all the stereotypes you put out there about Trump supporters, hey, just keep in mind, bro, we're people too. We go to the Humane Society. We rescue endangered animals and help out people and donate. We do that stuff also. So don't listen to the media and their bullshit, okay? So we went. We adopted two cats the other day. We were looking at one. Sweet, loving, purring, wrapping all around our legs, fantastic. We checked out another one, same thing. Somebody was looking at the one of the ones that we were looking at. So we put the adoption papers in for the first one. And we said, listen, you know, we, we kind of like the other one, but, you know, give us a heads up. If it doesn't go through, we want to, you know, we're going to make a better choice, you know, a, a more informed choice, knowing we have the option for two. But either way, both were sweet and perfect. So we tell the guy, just give us a heads up. And he gave. He comes about 20 minutes later. They're gonna take the other cat, the one they were looking at too. This other family. So this cat, his name was Matt at the time, and the other cat name was Mac. So they're like, Matt is still available. So you can have them both. And we're like, ooh, we've never owned cats. Two. He goes, well. They came from the same family. They're both donated from the same person at the same time. So they know each other. So we're like, oh, we can keep a family together. Remember us evil Trump people who separate stuff. We're like, oh man, we can have two cats from the same household and keep them together. That's awesome. We'll take them both. So we took them both. Got home. Cat one, Mac jumped out of the box first little woozy from his being neutered and a chip inserting in his back, but he's moving through the house pretty easily. The other one, Mac, excuse me, Matt, he's still in his box. He's looking up. He's not budging. Very quiet, very sweet, didn't move. So we're going through names. Matt, his name is now Loki, the god of mischief, because we know, one, Marvel's awesome, Loki's great. And two cats are a little bit off, so we're going to call him Loki. The other one, we call him Dr. Stephen Strange. We name him Doc. So Doc, who was formerly Mac, is a year and three or four months. Mac, excuse me, Matt, who is now Loki, was like nine months. So same household, not the same litter, but maybe the mother who knows how cats operate. But they're in the same group of cats at the, the same home. So uh, now Doc, he's running around, up on stuff, all over the place, uh, meowing, everything is great, and then disappears under the couch. And he was there for about six hours under the couch. He didn't move, didn't come out, didn't do anything. Loki comes out, he's cruising, he's doing his thing, very sweet, around the kids, purring, rolling everywhere, great. We get home around two o'clock with the cats. Around 10 o'clock, we're getting ready to go to bed. Doc comes out from underneath the couch and proceeds to go insane on Loki, biting him, humping him, chasing him, pulling his tail, pinning him to the ground, biting his neck again. Where this little cat's running, and Doc is right behind him on his ass, 20 the whole time. And we're like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, it, it's it's. 10 o'clock at night, it's time to go to bed, and we got, I'm going to say the cat's fighting, but we got one cat terrorizing the other one. So we separate them, put them to the other ends of the house for a second. They're laying down, they're relaxing. Loki moves, his little bell jingles. Doc takes off, boom, pounces on him like a lion on a gazelle. He's going nuts, biting him, pulling his tail, humping him, all these things. And we're like, yo, get off of him. So we put him in the laundry room. The laundry room doesn't have a door. So I have a large, like, I don't know if you see around when, when I put the studio together. I've got these styrofoam cutouts for insulation. Door size, my height, six foot. Stick it in there. Tape it down so it, so he's by himself. Don't want him to get hurt. Everything is good. He had a water bowl in there. He's got his, the litter boxes in there. He's got a bed. He's good. About 15 minutes later, boom, we hear a crash. He knocked it down, ripped it out, and he's back fighting with the other cat. So we had to redo the bathroom a few months back, got some drywall, went in, got the drywall, stuck the drywall in, put the the styrofoam behind it, locked it in plates, put a chair behind it so it wouldn't move, no problem. So now we're about 11 o'clock in the morning, around 1.30 in the morning, a big crash. He somehow managed to get out of the laundry room again. We hear the fighting, So we have to get a carrier now. We get the little cat carrier, small little thing. Didn't want to put the cat in there, but it's the only way to keep him from messing with the other cat and know he can get through the night safely without, without incident. So we get through the night, wake up 630 in the morning, let him out of the carrier. Boom, darts at the little cat, and he's tearing him up again. Little cat's underneath the, underneath the uh, sofa, not moving. So Doc comes out. He's cruising, he's up on the countertop, he's in the laundry room on the washing machine looking out the window, he's in our front window, sitting looking out, he's playing with the toys we have. the big cat post, he's climbing all through that, he's loving life. He is sweet as can be, coming through us, messing with us, purring with us, we're petting him. Um, around 10.30 again, about two hours later, little Loki comes out from under the couch, you hear the jingle, boom, got him. Tearing up again, biting him, chewing him, pulling his tail, doing all this stuff. We're like, all right, listen, we can't do it. Can't have two cats. Called the Humane Society. The lady's like, listen, we uh, you know, well, I'm pretty sure you were told that if you get two cats around 10 days, you got to keep them separated. I said, no, no, no. I was told the exact opposite. These are from the same household, so they'll get along. So we decided to go for two. We only wanted one, and we let the guy know we, we were on the fence about the one and then when he told us that they came from the same household you know they're good let's keep the brothers together type situation you know so we, we tried to do the good thing and maybe that's why the lady turned them in because these cats one cat did not get along so we eventually got him calmed down where he wasn't attacking a little cat anymore loki loki was underneath the chair the couch and doc was just sitting back like this about three feet in front of the couch just waiting for him. Didn't didn't move for like two hours. Little cat would stretch, hear the jingle, boom, doc underneath the chair, going at him again. All right, so called him. and decides to listen. We can't do it. You know, we thought about it. Can we, this, that, and the other? No. So we had to take him back. It was had the cat for less than, less than a day. and It was hard to bring him back. You know, it, it was tough. So I made sure I told the lady I said, listen, we're bringing him back because we're not experienced cat owners all the internet stuff said cats are not territorial but they could be they get along with other cats but they may not so everything we read was contradictory and we could not have one cat terrorizing the other one and so we brought it back and i put him there so listen he played with my daughter my daughter's four all around her, no nobody no crap no, nothing no nonsense from this cat he is perfect by himself he is a fantastic family pet if you're an experienced cat owner Maybe you have him with another cat because you know if this is their mentality or not, but we could not do that. We could be up all night long separating cats. So we tried to do the right thing. and didn't work out. We brought him back, explained how great he was, made sure they put all that stuff in his little profile, came home. That was around 11 o'clock, uh, 12 o'clock. Came home. Little Loki was still underneath the chair. He did not come out from under the couch till about 9 o'clock at night. That other cat terrorized his ass off. The biting, the humping, tail tail pulling, tail biting—I mean, flip them over, scratching at them—it was unreal. It was—I mean, again, cats could be that way. I'm not a cat person. We're not cat. We're not. We're, we're newly cat people. Okay. So now day we're on day three. This little cat Loki—he is all over the place. He's sleeping in his little bed. He's using his litter box. We got the little string toys where you're spinning around. And he's going at him. All that stuff you see on the internet—he is loving life. He is so happy. He's purring, meowing, eating, jumping, playing. It worked out great. I wish, we wish, we still had two of them so they can play together. But, man, it, it was a very tough first day, mainly at night. All day long, the cat didn't budge. We figure, okay, listen, as long as he's safe and healthy and he wants to live under the couch, go for it. But, man, he went ape shit on that other little cat. I felt so bad for him. Then we had to explain... So my four-year-old. Here's what's going on. They she was really sad at first, and then by an hour or so later, okay, doc, oh, help someone else adopt you and makes you happy because you weren't happy here with the other cat. But we're gonna love and miss you. And she was better. She she went through the five stages of grief, you know, pretty quickly, and everything was good. But um, yeah, man, it was it was a weird couple days, you know, for this one little cat. And again, now he's all over the place on the post in the laundry room, on the chair with us. we try to, you know, cat people. I don't know how you have cats on your countertops and your food and where you eat and stuff, but we're keeping him on the ground. He's doing good. He's got a bunch of posts he can climb up. He's still playing with the box. You know how this is like children. You buy this big, expensive, huge thing, and they want to play with the box. So that's what's going on right now. But the fact is he's happy. He's healthy. He's not, he's not scared anymore. He, I, we walk out of the room in the morning. He runs to our feet. Spins through our feet, eats his food. It was awesome. So that's what we did. We 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 adopted a cat. We swore we'd never get a dog again. The itch started coming back for something. You know, pets provide, they provide some sort of, I don't know, in your life. It's pretty cool. And as I stated earlier, not to be a pain in the ass, but every time I talk to the cat, I say, hey, your flesh mom is cleaning out your litter box. Your flesh dad is getting you your food. For all these clowns that say, hey, man, my fur baby, my fur baby, mm, we're, the fle- we're the flesh parents then. If you have a fur baby, we're the flesh parents. And I tell them all the time, hey, flesh mom is cleaning your litter box. Flesh daddy is getting you your food. So you're going to live a good life. So that's it. That's life. We adopted a cat. My mom's like, "You're not a cat person." And next time I'm going to ch- I'm going to show you the prank I played on my mom. I printed I made up a flyer, I printed out something called Project DCB Domestic Crossbreed where you where you crossbreed a large cat to a domestic house cat and you get all the fiercity and aggression and uh, whatever of the big cat versus the cuddle, the cuddly fun of the domestic cat in a pint-sized whatever. And uh, it was pretty funny. So I'll have that for you guys next time. But that was it today. Local. Unfortunately, a lady was eaten by an alligator. Political. the scumbags in Washington, liberals don't care about America. They're more concerned with the Ukraine than with Ohio. And then uh, life. You know, this Trump supporter went to the Humane Society and adopted a cat for the family. So... Again, keep in mind, you want to paint everybody's stereotype. You want to tell everybody who supports Trump they're, they're hateful people. Hey, man, why don't you go out and talk to one of us? Neighborly discourse. All right, go talk to your neighbors. See how we really are. We adopt cats from the Humane Society. That's what we do. You guys have a great day.